This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back to Ajma Show. It's your host, Peter Kim. And I'm Unji Kim. And we are your Ajamas, your Korean aunties, your judgmental bitches. We're here with another week <laughs> of rage, of uh, mysticism, mysticism, of kick-ass Koreanness. <laughs> I'm trying to think about like why people listen. We've been getting a lot of like new listeners. I think I think part of why why are you listen, listening? But some of the reasons why are you like, here? They want to hear our, our our us being amazed that people are listening to it. Truly like, amazed why people would listen to this nasally cackling, screaming ass bitches. Like we are both so nasally. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. Like I, I, when I could hear your voice on the radio, I immediately be like, "That's an old Korean lady. That's a Korean lady that's aging into her forties. I can tell." <laughs> we have like this weird, short-tongued, stuffed nose, uh, loud rasped. Voice. This is this is a this is a respiratory system that um that that allergy hath rot. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) my mom used to call it allergy. (laughs) Allergy. I think it's like a Japanese holdover. But I'm I'm realizing my parent, my family has a lot of Japanese holdover stuff. Really? Does your family do that? Um, tomenegi. Tomenegi, serebaki. Even like waishasu. Waishasu. A, I don't know that was that Japanese. Shasu. That's a Japanese word. That's a Japanese word for white shirt. But we still use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's they a lot did of it first. Stuff, right? They did all that stuff first. There's so many of that stuff. It's weird. It's stuff that we don't know because our like weird harmony used to use it. Yeah. And she would be she would be using these words that no one else in the family used, and we were like, "You saw some shit. <laughs> Something happened to you." <laughs> Oh yeah, my my grandmother, my dad's grandmother, my dad's mother, same. I mean, she spoke mostly. She spoke Japanese. I mean, they lived in Japan. Oh right, and then they came. Yeah, here, right. They got yeah. kicked out. Well, today is a um, a very special episode because bum 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 reviews are back, baby. We Bye-bye. got new reviews. We okay. got new reviews and new Patreons. You guys, thank you so much. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I, okay, I, I, Peter's I, saying happy. why, I'm, and I'm saying um, why not more. Why not more? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see the Patreons. There's a lot of, you know, there's bronze, silver, and gold. Yeah. We got a lot of bronze. Yeah. People like us, but not that much, which is the niche that I like to hold on to. And that's what keeps me humble. That's, that's what, what keeps keep, me humble. It keeps me hungry. And it also, this actually feels right. If people gave, if we, how uncomfortable do we get about the gold member? Super uncomfortable. We have two gold members and we have not sent your uh, shirts yet, your t-shirts yet. We're figuring it out. It's COVID. I'm so, I I have stress dreams about not sending these t-shirts to our two $15 members. We have a $20 member. I don't even know how to reconcile that. A member that they didn't even choose the fucking level. They went, okay, I'm going to give you more than that. This person I think is doing pretty well so like oh, congratulations. whatever yeah. it's okay yeah. yeah good for you and thank you but it's like i'm stressed out yeah. i'm real i don't know how to like deal with that <laughs> anytime like, we get new members new patreon members i'm like holy shit what the fuck is happening he like freaks um, out about it but, again like 
I freak out over every single time. But here's a review. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Reviews help us feel good about ourselves. So, <laughs> this and it is- also helps people, more people find us. Oh yeah, that's true. The more yeah. reviews a podcast has, the more likely it's going to come up during searches. Or you might also like that, 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 that. Have you ever seen before? I read this review. Have you ever seen on iTunes or whatever like what other people are listening to? Mm-hmm. No, I don't have iTunes, but I have Spotify. What do you? You use Spotify. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I use Spotify. I use both. But on iTunes, they show you like the same people also have listened to uh, this other Asian podcast. So yes. like yes. I've started to go into other Asian podcasts and give them a listen. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, I uh, haven't, but you know. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> You're a mom. You don't have time for that. You don't even listen to our podcast. <laughs> I, you guys, sometimes I call Unji and I'm like, guys, we're really funny. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm in traffic listening to my own podcast, our own podcast. And then and I'm I cracking up here. Peter for, I just dragged Peter for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a great time. And Unji's always like, oh, you listen to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you just dump and go. You're like, I'm done. I get it. I have, I have less things to do with my life. I you have an entire down. human yeah. to take care mm-hmm. of. Anyway, thank you so much for writing these reviews. This review comes from... Uh, Sheep Bam 93. This mm. was submitted in July, back in July 26, 2020. Ah, seems like an eon ago. Yeah. This Truly. person says, keeps me sane. Wow. Mm. That's, that's saying a lot. Keeps me sane. Okay. The two insane people. <laughs> yes, are keeping you sane. <laughs> Who's going to save us? <laughs> hello? Um, hello? No, let's get into the fucking thing. This person says, I'm a Vietnamese Irish American fucker, mm, and cool. I look forward to the Ajima show every week. I listen to a lot of podcasts, some for keeping up with news and some for pleasure. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. There are we- ow, 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 ow. There are weeks where Ajima show is the only one I want to listen to. Oh, oh. wow. Oh, okay. Some weeks you feel like you, you got to get meme. Yeah. You, gotta, you need to feel a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you some some podcasts are for pleasure some are for pain and yeah. we're here to bring the pain baby <laughs> thank you um this person also said it validates my anger <laughs> makes me laugh and makes me feel less isolated love Yay. you guys wow sheep fam 93 thank you so much appreciate you listening to us you know what validating anger is one of my uh number one characteristics I yeah think. i said that's actually besides in my being extra able to skills. geolocate yeah that's my yeah. skills. <laughs> that's on your resume yeah. their special skills, <laughs> special skills. you're like sorry. can speak korean and valid <laughs> will validate any one's anger no matter what i love it i love riling someone up even though i don't really believe in what they're saying oh so, well, there's like been times when i get riled up to like validate them and then i'm gonna be like i start standing up and being like oh this is an outrage and like, i don't even know fucking what the issue is <laughs> you know what i mean like I, like i've like really gotten worked up and like i cannot believe they would treat you this way and i don't even know I'm how get, i'm addicted treated. to getting worked up yeah i love it i i love the feeling of like injustice mm-hmm. brewing yes and then for me to you know like yeah call, that's why i think like social justice warriors get a bad name because of people like me <laughs> you know what i mean i don't even care what it, the thing is like if someone's oppressed i'm here to fucking scream about it yeah who needs to know the whole story no i just want to know your story and as long as you're the winner of the story i'm good <laughs> 
I did, I I've mean, had the to apologize. I've had to apologize to a friend recently along the lines of this about about not necessarily rage, but um, you know, uh, I have a character flaw. Mm. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> That's actually been the big reveal. This we had to yeah. get up to <laughs> It took 142 episodes to realize Peter Kim is flawed. Um, <laughs> one of my many character flaws is that I lack compassion. And I do. And it's, a, it's something that I think comes from A, growing up from Flushing Queens, mm. growing up with Crate with a fucking nutty evangelical Christian Korean family, a lot of violence, and you know how it is. It's yeah. a lot of fucking immigrant fucking trauma that we yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of that, I've I've have this like hard shell and these walls up. Right. Do you watch Housewives of Beverly Hills or Selling Sunset on Netflix? I'm, I'm gonna start Selling Sunset, <gasps> bitch. Ah! I can't wait. I'm gonna rewatch it with you. I'm literally. I binged two seasons and I'm on season three. It's so stupid and so bad, but oh, yeah, yeah. I, the, the amount of money that is transpiring in these listings is it's psychotic. Crazy. It's crazy. And, and how these people sell through like branding and marketing. Yeah. These million dollar homes yeah. to me is so exciting. Anyway, so it's selling it's because it's a scam. It's a whole, it's a fucking it's a entire fucking scam. scam. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like watching Scientology unfold. I mean, I've, have you ever dealt with a realtor? It's tra- straight Never. crazy. That's, I'm thinking of getting my real estate license just so that I don't have to deal with a real- realtor. Ooh, interesting. Peter, you would be very good. Maybe too I don't good. Don't do, do it. Don't, yeah, don't do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'd, I'd be, be too, too good, good. But like, yeah. I'm like, can I just drive a Ferrari around? Yeah. But I, <laughs> I don't want to do it. I just know that I don't want to pay someone 6%. Especially this person will be incompetent. Yeah. I know it. Yes. That's just going to be my luck. Anyway, I mean, it's, so I one mean of my, it's crazy. Okay, go on. You're one friend. of my many flaws is uh, not having compassion. And I, I ask you about Beverly Hills or Sunset because there are two, I used to call them characters, there are two cast members on each of those <laughs> reality shows who are exactly the same personality as me. Who it's are they? The, it's Erica Jane. Okay. And this girl Christine, who are the same fucking person. <laughs> and I I know I don't want to be them, but I know deep inside I am. I'm impatient. I say it how it is. I'm yeah. direct. I expect you to be smart. And if you're not smart, I am quick to anger and I'm quick to e- eviscerate. Yes. So I see that in them. It's like a namaste moment. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to like work on my anger. I need to. And I, I have had to apologize to a friend recently for not being compassionate and for absolutely dragging them through the filth and the mud. And I didn't need to do it. Yeah. Was I correct in every <laughs> single thing I said? Yes. Wait, he said he was- it too. He told me. He was like, everything you said was correct. Actually, he said he talked to his therapist mm-hmm. and was like, Peter Kim said all this stuff to me. And the therapist was like, okay, um, I, I don't disagree with your friend Peter Kim. 
everything he said about you is absolutely correct. He just should not have said it that way. And it's obvious he did not take your feelings into account. And when he told me that, I was like, oh, should I be a therapist? (laughs) Because then I don't have to take their feelings into account. Yeah. (laughs) Peter? (laughs) No, no, no. That was my first thought. And the second thought immediately was like, I should apologize to him. Because... I did hurt your feelings, even though that was not my intention. It does not matter. Your like, feelings. Was he like, 마음이 정말 아팠어? Like, did you really? 진짜 아팠어. 울었어, 내 앞에서. Oh, I wow. I a grown man. Yeah. Which, I'm not talking about, like, gender roles, but, like, it's just a little, like, it was in public, too, because it's COVID. We're not yeah. in my house. We're at the park. Ah. Uh, and he's yeah. crying at the park. You know, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he told me like, "You really hurt me," mm-hmm. and I need to be handled with more care. And I immediately said, "No." I immediately thought, "Well, I guess that this just isn't going to work. <laughs> this friendship isn't going to work. If you need more care." From me, that's not happening. Okay. And then? And then a couple of weeks went by and uh, we saw each other again at the park. And Mm. I realized that I was wrong. Mm. And I apologized. Yeah. And it really hurt me. Like, it did kill me on the inside. I am devoid of soul now (laughs) that I have admitted that I was wrong. I, you know, because I I have this like, you know, we talk about this Mm -hmm. pitchang thing. This lack of compassion is what makes me good at being, what makes me successful. Mm -hmm. Because I don't really waste time with what other people think or feel. I just go for what I want, no yes. matter what. Now, that is good for business. That's good for success. That's good for productivity. But at the end of the day, that's not good for people. And this, I also realized, was something I was doing to my partner, Eric. Because, yeah, it's ultimately also not good for you, Peter. <sighs> I know. To treat people this way will come back to you in kind. Like the energy you put out, it's not, it's I guess not about compassion. It's not just about that. It's about no. It yeah. is about compassion, Unji, because I don't, I don't think I put out bad energy. I just don't give good energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think you do put out good energy too. I think it's when I we, when I talk about this, it's like um, fostering because you're so good at fostering community, though. And I don't think yeah. you can discount like the fact that you do you do also you do have compassion. I think it's in these specific situations. It's like you don't it's want you don't people, want this. You know what it is, Unji? I think you might agree with me here is that when I don't have a basement level, floor level of respect, yeah. it's hard for me to turn on the compassion. Yeah. Because I don't <laughs> think those two are this is this is how I understand this. It's because both of us grew up mm. 
thinking love is conditional. Yes. And so it, that means compassion yeah. requires respect. Yes. And that's, those are conditions. This is a huge part of how inside of my therapy sessions with, I, it's like uh, I treat my partner this way too. It's like, he's yeah. like, there's a low level of disdain. Disdain. <laughs> that yeah, you have for me. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not good. It's not healthy. Because no, I've said some wild shit to him about. Yeah. Like, I told my boyfriend, like, you should get on pills. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're fucking annoying me. <laughs> I told my husband that he was a B minus person and I wanted to lead an A minus life. <laughs> I mean, just like wild. I mean, this is this is what I mean. This is disdain. Wild right? ass shit that you yes. you actually believe. I I still believe it. You still believe it. It's their time, but you and I lack the mm, sophistication mm-hmm. needed, emotional sophistication needed to be in concert with another human being. Because we are not kind. We are not kind, and we'd <laughs> rather be alone. No, it's because just like we, this is kindness is something that is learned. Yeah, you and got, I, you I was not that. kind to. No, I was no one. Was I was kind not. To me. No one was kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I sound stupid now. No I, one was kind I to me. Do. Everybody was nice to me. Yeah, and we were loved. Plenty of loved. nice. Yeah, and we were loved in like whatever. I was up. not shown kindness. Yeah, I was not shown compassion. Mm-hmm. Nor was I shown unconditional love. Right? Love. No, everything warmth. was conditional. Yeah, yeah. No warmth. Yeah. No chong. Yeah. Yeah, I lack chong. A lot of people say that I feel cold. Like, was the circulation? <laughs> That's actually opposite. I'm, I run very hot. Yeah, now the tomorrow, I'm like, I run really hot I'm too. Hot, truly. Yeah. And I think that's our temper. That's the Han <laughs> inside of us. That's raging, yeah. radiating <laughs> from my skin. Like, whenever I went to like a, a person to get like um, hanyak or whatever, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. He would, whenever, you know, they put their hands over your stomach. Mm-hmm. And I, he was just like, you have so much of the fire. He's like, yeah. They're always, they were always telling me that it's just too much. It's like I, I should not eat spicy foods. Like I should not. He's like, you got to do everything that you can to try. Just to. eat bulimian every yeah. day. <laughs> just bowl by bulimian. I bet that's the reason why I feel so shuna to like, if so shuna, it's like both of us bulimian because I love it. I love it. I love cold showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably like hard. something like because it's something innate to us that we know that we actually do need to cool down. <laughs> Yeah, we're fucking balls of rage, and I've I what I've realized is that through comedy I've been able to channel the rage instead mm-hmm. of block it, because I don't want to block you. It's it's harmful to block your wire. Yeah, that's cancer. That's how you get cancer. That's cancer. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you got to let it flow, right? Mm-hmm. But it can't flow to people you love. That's true. Because then no one will around be around you. So we do it on stage, right? Mm-hmm. We let the like tiger out yeah. on stage. But now that there's no stage, I'm like going back and taking it out on people. But I was love. he asking you for advice? What, did something prompt this? Yes, or, okay. yes, yes, yes. It was, no, yeah, of course. It was, no, it was, he wasn't asking for advice. He was wondering why um, we weren't where we, where we, we should be. Like okay. why we weren't like better friends. I don't know. It was, okay. It's complicated. I okay. don't want to go into it. But yeah. it was not unsolicited, if that's the question. Okay. 
Yeah. Because that's hard. Because like sometimes, I mean, I have a friend who's also like this. I am one of these people. I've really had to learn how to curtail it because. Do you think we're on spectrum a little bit? No, I think we're hyper aware of people's feelings. We just don't care. <laughs> like, Peter, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know so that. Funny. Like, you know what's happening as you crush this person's okay. spirit. Like, you just you don't, don't yeah. think it's going to be that big a deal because you experience this kind of crushing <laughs> That's feeling. What I mean. all the- I just That's I don't what I understand. Mean, is that I'm un, I'm not I'm lacking empathy, which means the awareness of how hurt this person is going to be when I say it this way. Yeah, because it's crazy to it's crazy that I understand this because I've, this has happened to me a couple of times, and a couple of times I've watched it happen to someone. I mean, the thing is also when people have done it to me, I don't care because it is just I like fester about it, but then I'll come back at them. You know, like it's happened to me a yeah. couple of times. It's just like it doesn't. It's I think this is us. Like, if you but don't that's actually the, that's physically the issue hurt us, is because we don't bother. Because we're not bothered. bothered we by expect it. you not to be bothered. But that's not how it works. No. Apparently, that's not how it works. Because <laughs> unless you're actually me, physically hitting me, why would yeah. why would I be hurt? Oh yeah, because we have disdain for you anyway. Yeah. If I don't care what's coming out of your mouth, it doesn't matter what your what is literally coming out of your mouth. I don't care about the mouth. In total, <laughs> the entire orifice is nothing to me. So whatever spills out of it has to be garbage. It's just a, it's just a hole to me. I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> it's just another thing that's not shut on your body. <laughs> now, what I said to this person was, okay, let me ask you this, because this is why I have... Maybe there's a part of me that likes to hurt people's feelings, but I just don't, I'm not that aware of it. So mm. can we do a role play right okay. now? Yeah. You're this friend. Mm. Okay. Okay. Imagine you're a white gay man that came from rich parents. Oh, wow. okay. this is a dream. Okay. So this is a dream. <laughs> <laughs> is this your fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, what I said to you is like, Anji. Mm. <clears throat> You have to realize that your whole issue with being worried about being liked by other people, mm-hmm. all that you know, anxiety you fucking carry around, mm-hmm. it's, it's not even interesting. You're a white gay man <laughs> with, <laughs> with rich parents. And you, you, you were fat for a second. That's your trauma. Like, imagine, imagine you reading that in a book and a character was written that way. You That's one paragraph. Be, yeah, you would be immediately be like, what a fucking hack character. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're acting like. A hack, one-dimensional character. You need to get over it. I say, high five, Peter. <laughs> Thank you for reading me so accurately. I'm gonna <laughs> See, now that I say it back to myself, I hear how fucking horrible that is to hear. And this is what I see that character Christine from Selling Sunset do. When she gets mad, she goes for the jugular. There's something wrong with her. She has to burn the whole thing down. 
And that's what I have. And that's a rage. That's a rage monster. That's rage. Yeah, that's the rage monster. I'm trying to chill out. I mean, like, this is the thing. It's like, send me the. Yeah, you have to, yeah. We just have to solve. You just, I think, for me, I, having a child really helped sublimate a lot of the rage because I'm tired. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so adopt a kid. Yeah. Tire also, myself out. But also because I give kindness to yeah. my son because I am more yeah, than yeah, him. Yeah. You're practicing that I'm kindness. I'm practicing it. And it's something that uh, I never did cool. before. It's been interesting. I know mean, I still like treat and it's very hard for me to do this with my partner still like because he's a goddamn adult. So what I say. Yeah. <laughs> like, See, gonna- that's there right there. <laughs> Cut. Oh, pause the tape. You didn't have to say goddamn. That's I mean, where it lies. That's where it lies. Disdain. You're saying this child needs me. Yeah. But what the fuck are you doing? You doing? <laughs> What do you need this from me for? Why are you not like me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ask for this from you. Like, I don't fucking care. I mean, oh, oh but okay. So yes, I understand this. But I think at least to my friends and stuff, like it's gotten easier. I think because um, your, our partners are closer, we expect actually more for them in order to deserve our respect. Our friends yes. can do less. We hold them to a higher. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because our love is hard to get. <laughs> it is because we're hard to love. Yes. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's like, that's it. We figured it out yeah. at Tajima Show. <laughs> we're two unlovable trolls just screaming into the void and wondering why you love us. That's it. I mean, it, it, thematically, it encapsulates the whole thing of why I don't understand why people listen to this show. Because I'm like, get worried every single time. People. I'm like, what are you doing? I mean,. <laughs> I get it. You find out because people tell you or you're searching yeah. or, you know, during COVID, people are trying to, you know, whatever. But I thank you for listening. But you also know that a lot of people listen to us fully knowing that we're not really doing a show. We're just, <laughs> we're just here talking shit and people are just listening to us talk shit. And this is the dream. Yeah. I love that. So I just want to say thank you, Ajuma Show fans. And listeners, oh I'm gosh. trying to work on my kindness, and that's going to be my latter half of 2020 goal: is to practice kindness. Ooh! Every day, I'm going to try to do an act of kindness for me uh-huh. and for someone else. These super pomodoros have helped that. Oh, that actually goes perfect into the ketchup thing. Well, one, let's Patreons, talk about it. Pa- yeah, patrons keep them coming. Love it. T-shirts going to come out. P- Peter does yeah, get anxious we'll about it, so it if you do want to, if you hate Peter. It would be great if you <laughs> became a Patreon member because it does straight up stress him There's a out. lot of people in L.A. you can send this to. Trust. There's a huge pool of people who hate me. <laughs> okay. The Super Pomodoro has been working. If you guys has it? To, yes. Like, I've been doing it every day. I, it's, I've been doing a version of it. I have A been, version of it. So the five minutes of straight up meditation I have been doing every day. The ten cool. minutes of unguided stretch. I actually yeah. start in the middle, like, but if, when I start driving home, I start stretching and I start, I actually listen to a different guided meditation and that's what I stretch to. And I close cool. my eyes. <clears throat> okay. During, You're during stretching while you drive? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I just like move I don't my think head. that you should be doing that. I do this. Oh, oh, oh. Tilt my head back and forth. Because that's really, this area. Oh, me here. 
It's all ha, this is only place. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. all I need to stretch. Really, it's like yeah. it's like my heart. My hips, is, I have to stretch. My but, he- yeah. heart is so tight from being clenching <laughs> all <laughs> of its feelings. <laughs> like truly, you know, when it's like it's yeah. That's why we're yeah, clenched. Yeah, I know. So I I've been doing the ten minutes of stretching, but I do it to a guided meditation, like kind of a loosey goosey one. I'm not doing the guided meditation, okay. but I'm just like listening to affirmations and stuff as I stretch. That's great. Yes, that has actually Dope. been wonderful. And then I do the fifteen minutes, and that has been switched up. I do like I clean up, I pl- dishes, I water the, or, yeah, dishes. Yeah. Like do this, I putter around a little bit while I like listen to music and kind of get into. Because, you know, it, what's good about it, Peter, why it's so effective to the 25 yeah. minutes of writing is that you, when you're doing the caring of, you're doing something physical. Yeah. And so exactly. it does kind of like, you you're know. You're getting in your body. Getting in your body. And then that allows your mind to wander. Yes. Yeah. And That's when creativity is unlocked. Yes. When yes. you're not forcing the concentration where yes. your mind's free to wander. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like really been. Very helpful. I've gotten like huge paragraphs written. Not ed- no, not like nice. garbage, but like huge sure. paragraphs, chunks. Chunks. Yeah, chunks. I'm writing chunks. In yeah. the 25, and then I'll go. And I'm only journaling right now, but it's been great to start the day every day, mindful. Yes. Not being dragged along through the day. Like I'm dragging the day along. Yes, I feel like I'm moving with more this, intense, intense. Yes, yes, that's that's it, and that really relieves so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Is this like feeling of lack of control, which the anxiety is born from? Yes. Versus feeling of complete control of your day, mm-hmm. and you're just like, and the anxiety's still there, but it's it's not this like kind of existential anxiety of like what am i worth what yeah. am i doing da, 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 da. you know like who do i is that, is that as does anyone love me is that yes. as angsty it's it is angst. much it's just like oh i'm kind of like i have to get stuff this, done get the stuff done yeah 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 well uh, congratulations i love Thank that you. No, and then afterwards i'll usually that's how you dug up out. your fucking uh crystals yeah <laughs> Tell them okay. about the crystals. This okay. is insane what you it's, sent me, this picture. We're okay. going to post it. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, post it on the fucking Instagram. It's crazy. So there is this huge, my next door neighbor left. She was like 70. She retired to Florida. She abandoned her huge yard. That's like all the stuff that I got, all the planters and stuff. I just like took it from her. She said I can have it. Yeah. I mean, okay. there's scavengers coming in and out all day <laughs> on this place. It's huge. <laughs> and she's been there. She's been there for 70 years, uh, for 40 years. She's a very interesting art, arty lady, a lot of interesting yeah. art, all the shit. So she's like, well, you know, this huge quartz, she called it quartz. She's like, you guys should, yeah. if you guys can figure out a way to roll it out of here, it's like probably worth like $15,000. That's what she said. And she's like, but it's just really heavy. And I, I have no idea how to get it out. She showed the guy that she worked for a picture of how she got this in. This is a 500 pound plus piece of quartz that's probably oh three God. feet tall. <gasps> yeah, maybe a little over three feet tall. It's like the shit they put in rich people's houses when you yes. enter the house. It's yes. like right in the middle yes. on some like stainless steel podium. Yeah, <gasps> except it was oh just outside. It's just, oh it was just God. outside, like no big deal. And it was like probably three feet tall and two feet across. Holy shit. Holy shit. So people, I we've, this has been the biggest thing over there. We hear people trying to go over there every day trying to, to figure out how to get at this shit. 
sledgehammer. This is like an Aesop fable or yes, something. Yes, you know I mean, I mean? Like, I said, it's like it's like the sword in the stone. Yes. Like only the truest of the only the purest yeah. heart will can be able to lift it. <laughs> I love this. I like. Wait, no one I brought like, a dolly. Yeah, exactly. But they couldn't even move it onto the dolly. That's how heavy it is. And that's how heavy it is. My God, Omo, 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 Omo. Like I saw people trying to create fulcrums, like simple mechanics all around. Like yeah, you know, yeah. Like theorems of Pythagoras. Yeah, <laughs> like just like I saw like yeah, fulcrums like this, like trying to lever it, le- levers. Anyways, yeah. none of this is working, and I'm I keep oh talking about God. like joking around this pure of hearts, only one that can truly lift it. And I'm talking about it. So how long much. has this been going on? Give us context of the time. It's been it's been happening for truly a month. One month. One month. People have been this going the over there, hacking at it with a sledgehammer, hacking at it. Wow. People are coming over. She's telling people like, she's if already you gone. Can do it. You can. She's gone. She's gone. So it's just like r- random people that she knows, like people like the it's like, like gold diggers, someone, gold someone, rush. Someone, someone like everyone oh, yeah, knows. Yeah. Like, the word is out. The word is out. And so <laughs> people are just coming to get hack at it. And I've been talking about it and like kind of laughing about it, like whatever the purest of heart can. And I kind of got caught up in it. And I went over there the one oh. time we got to go over there and I got all this stuff. I was looking at it. I was like, Maybe I am the one. <gasps> oh my god! I'm having said, like I mean I just told him right now. I'm like, <laughs> and then I said, yeah. And I go over to it, and with my like lightest fingers, I touch uh, it, and I uh, no, obviously nothing happened. It's very heavy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, so the okay. guys, the guys. <laughs> I was expecting some kind of fucking. I know, no, nothing happened. Mary, that's crazy. This is just I can. That's how. That's what I'm just saying. You can. That's the how compelling your imagination can be. You can swept, get swept away enough to not believe that science is real. Um, so I get a bunch Thank of you shit for your that public <laughs> perfect service <laughs> announcement. Now back to the goddamn story. How did that? What happened? So this guy came over. To like my car, a carpenter came over to build a bench in my backyard, and oh, he's yeah. like a, like a little white white hipster kid. And we get to talking, and I'm like, you know, because he's got a lot of tools, right? Yeah. He's a carpenter, and he's got all the stuff. And I was like, you know, there's just like huge quartz over in the next door neighbors. Like, do you think we could like, you, do you think that we could do this? Yeah. He went over there, and he's like, yes, for sure. <gasps> and so he came over the next time. He like finished the job, and then he just went over there and just started going at it. With what? Different type of. It was a special kind of chisel. And his sledgehammer oh. that he's going yeah, at yeah. it with. And now it is significantly. Like picking at it. Yes. And that's <gasps> what you're seeing. And so we're actually getting almost to the end of it. That will be a, probably a chunk. If we, we're almost able to lift the actual goddamn thing. No way. We're probably, it's and then probably what's like 80 happen? pounds. Right? I mean, can you imagine an 80 pound worth thing of this? Fucking crazy. That's thousands of dollars. But that's probably. 20%. The 80 pounds of it? <laughs> yeah. So you took out 80% already. Yeah, and that other hipster took out a bunch of it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Now the rest, can you, does he keep coming back whenever or does he well, have he to go he asked about it you? and I was like, I don't know. He's like, he asked and he was like, do you want me to come back and get the rest of it? I was like, I don't know. I think we can kind of get the rest of it. I, would, I mean, I'd be down with him helping, but taking more of it. I mean, it's just, it's like, what do we do? With, isn't this crazy? And all of it is no. just in the like you, bathed in the moonlight. It's really oh crazy. my god, oh my god. There was a new, it was a super moon, and that super moon. There was a um, full moon recently, mm-hmm. so it's supercharged. Remember, I told you I went to Mulholland, yeah, to charge my crystals. Really, I did. 
under I looked oh just like it was truly like have you ever seen La La Land? Yeah. You know where they like dancing upon that that's where they are, Mulholland. Like, yeah, yeah. With all the city lights. Mm-hmm. So I was just like sitting there meditating and um it was a full moon and I brought my crystals out there and charged them all and that was the day that I got some good news. Really? That's like, the day? That was the day. I was like, I have to go today because I have to take this, you know, energy and kind of focus it into the, these fucking rocks. <laughs> anyway. I'm not going to be kind to my friend, but I'm going to be good to these rocks. Rocks don't talk back. <laughs> and rocks have had a hard life, right? Right, like- right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a rocky road. <laughs> I mean, it's I, so that's what I was going to say. I'm going to send you some because it's just like abundance. It's like kind of crazy. Send it, please. Because you know what I sent you is probably that <gasps> picture I sent Wait, you is probably Unji. like a little bit of it. Can it's just you, one how, day. Now at this point, are you just like left with chunks to deal with or can you now get at it more? Like, can you break it more now that it's smaller? We can, but also, why, do you want to? I, like, or should it just be one huge thing? No, it should be a huge thing. But like, if you were, I don't know, you were asking what to do with it. Yeah. So if you broke it up, I don't know, maybe we could like sell it on an Etsy store. Sell it? You should sell it? Should we sell it? Maybe not. I, don't, weird, I just like, huh? I want to, I, I, you know what my th- idea was? Like to send you Give some. Give presents? Yeah. yeah, abundance. I think that'll be good. I think that'll be good karma for you. What's, I mean, I'm sure I'll sell some of it. Sorry, I'm eating an orange. I'm like starving. I haven't eaten anything all day. Yeah, so the is- listeners are fucking listening to me chopping on an orange. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. People are going to um, write about this. People hate it. But you know what? I'm sorry, guys. It's fucking COVID. I can't go outside. I have nothing to eat. I'm next to a bowl of fruit. All right. Let me show you, Angie. How about abundance? You can see it's irresistible. It's literally in the sunlight. Look at that bowl. It's bathing in 103 <laughs> degree sunlight today. God damn, it's fucking oh hot here. It's fucking nuts in LA. I hope you guys are surviving. Stay, stay hydrated. By the way, because of this heat, we've been going away a lot. Yeah. To the mountains. Mm-hmm. Something mystical is afoot. Let me tell you. <laughs> it is afoot. Is afoot. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, like, literally came into hundreds of pounds of amethyst. <laughs> By the way, it's amethyst, yeah. which is, you could build a whole fucking Korean spa room for yourself with all that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's healing. That's so cool. I know. It's crazy. That's amazing, Unji. There's something mystical I think is a foot. That something mystical is a foot. And something, there's been some, like, good omens that's been happening. Yes. Crazy good omens. Yes. Like, remember I told you I got shit on? Yes. And then that was the day, yes. that was the week I got uh, the deal with Disney. Disney, yeah. And lately, ever since that um, Mulholland Moon ritual, yeah. when I got that other good news that I will share on Patreon later, <laughs> is that I just can't talk about it publicly, guys. I'm not trying to be a fucking dick. It's just like, it's one of these things that's like contracts not signed. So like, the smallest amount of people that know about it, the better. Anyway, check out the Pedro. <laughs> um, so something missed goes to foot because ever since that, and I've been doing the Super Pomodoros and getting my shit aligned, 
on Wednesday we went we specifically went up to the mountains to see the Perseid meteor showers. This is sounds. So Have you ever seen a meteor shower? No, I've never even seen um, shooting stars. I don't understand constellations. Oh, you've never seen a shooting star? Mm-mm. Okay, so I've seen. I don't, I don't stars. like being outside enough. That's true. Yeah. Now you have all this outdoor space. <laughs> yes, you know, should stargaze. I know. I know. But Chicago's a little rough because yeah. there's so much City light lights. Yeah. But LA is great because once you go 80, mi- 80 minutes away from LA, it's like complete, like the hills have eyes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like it is barren. <laughs> so we went up there to see the Percy and Moody showers. They happen every year. And, but apparently this year, 2020 is supposed to be the most and brightest. Okay. For some reason, I think it's like the whatever the ellipses of the orbit is. Yeah. So it's like the the closest it's ever been. And what the meteor showers is, is there is a um, comet. I forgot what the name of the comet is. That's circling the the sun. Okay. So comets circle the sun. Meteors shoot through. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so as the comet circles the sun. All this debris falls off of the comet, which ends up being meteors or meteorites. Yeah. And when those break off and meet the Earth's orbit, it comes into the Earth's atmosphere and burns up immediately because oh. it beca- because it's a it's the Earth's atmosphere is that hot and it's coming at 133,000 right, so miles an on hour. Fire, right. So it just goes poof yeah. and catches on fire. But I had never seen that. I've, I've seen a shooting star like pew on the sky, but um, I've never seen a meteor shower before. And we sat and we looked up around 930 and all of a sudden, every like eight to 16 minutes, you would see like, have you ever seen Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. You know, when she's like, and you see that tail. Yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. Every eight to sixteen minutes, it was like, and it was so close. Like you can see the rock. Shut up! Yeah, and the the entire tail. And it's coming towards your face, or you're seeing it. No, it's going across, across, across our sky. And we happen to have a uh, a patch of because we're in the forest. Yeah. So we had we happen to have a patch of sky that it it was super, like there was so many of them, and it was super regular that. You were seeing these meteorites burn through the atmosphere and leave this like temporary tail. The tracer. And, and the tracer. And then it bursts into like a, like, a, like a ball of flame. So you're watching this happen. And, it, and truly, Eric was like, this is a religious experience. Yeah. You know? And it, it was so crazy. I was making a wish on everyone. <laughs> But like a really like heartfelt Greedy wish. Greedy ass. Like, <laughs> I had to. There's too many things to wish about. And then we come back and it's so fucking hot. Sunday, we decide to go to the beach in Malibu. I'm swimming in the ocean, just like, you know, dunking my head or whatever. 20 feet away from me, I see a dorsal fin. And what? Go, <gasps> and then my first thing is shark. And then I look and there's two, three more. And I'm like, Oh my god, dolphins. But I'm scared because I've never been that close to something that big in yes, the wild. In the wild. As in an the animal. Wild. That's a creature. Yeah. <laughs> it's a family of creatures. You gotta get out. Of there. I gotta get out. So I start running. I'm like, Eric! Eric! And Eric's like listening to music. And I'm like, Eric! 
back. And then he looks at me and he's like, what the hell? And I'm like, dolphins. And I turn around and these dolphins start shooting out of the water, doing like high jumps and flips. Like, and there's 20 of them. It's fucking oh crazy. <laughs> I was like, that is majestic as happening? fuck. It was so, it was magic. Do you I was think like, they were mimicking what they were seeing in the sky? I looked it up and apparently they learn tricks from each other. They're teaching each other. Crazy. How to like jump out and whatever. That's what they're, they're playing. They're playing. They were playing for us. And then they would swim down and go to like the next kind of beach over yeah. and jump there. And they came back to us and started hanging out near us again. And I was like, whoa. And, you know, you just feel this like connection yeah. where you're like, oh, you're sentient. Yes. Oh, they're smart you're not, as fuck. You're it's not. one of the scariest Simpsons. Yes. When the dolphins come on yes, land and they take the over. Scariest, with the, yes. Yes. And, and it was so like, I felt humbled and also like I felt small and stupid and I was yes. scared and. What a and gift. also like, yeah, it really, it really was. And I'm looking up like, what does it mean for a dolphin sight? And there's all this like <laughs> LAPsychic.org or whatever, you know, like <laughs> this is a good sign of, you know, of uh, they were saying like communication, good communication, good things, positive things. Uh, apparently old fishermen used to use them as a sign that land was near. Wow. Yeah. So they would like always like say it's always like good to see dolphins or whatever. Anyway. And then yesterday. Yeah, you're almost home. That's what that means. You're almost home. <gasps> Maybe I'm almost home. home. Well, yesterday I'm sitting in my living room watching Selling Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> All right. About to start season two. Fully in. Hating Christine. I'm team uh, Chriselle all the way. Okay. And all of a sudden, we hear the loudest motherfucking cricket inside of our house. Ooh, what does a cricket in the house mean? Money. <gasps> it's a Chinese thing. Yeah, because yeah. cricket is lucky. Yeah. And it's like, for hours. And we're going crazy. We can't. We're we have the uh, the TV volume at like thirty six. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, oh, I can't hear anything. But the fact that like all of this stuff is happening, and your amethyst. Also, you know that I've gotten booty. I've, I you know I've also just no, been notified that I will be receiving a third sectional from Wayfair. Wait, 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 wait. What? So uh, what? Wayfair what? has sent me. Wayfair has sent me two complete sectionals. For okay. free. Why? Because they fucked up. I said, I just wanted to, they, they, they sent me one. They uh -huh. didn't have a corner seat. And I was like, hey, can you send me the corner seat? And then they sent uh -huh. me an entire other sectional, <gasps> but again, without a corner seat. So, no. <laughs> yes. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, sorry. So you can just keep it. Sorry, our bad. And then two days after. We don't want to go pick it up. They don't want to go pick it up. They're like, can you just donate? I was like, who the fuck am I donating an outdoor sectional to? Like, oh, it's outdoor sectional. It's an outdoor sectional. And then. Dude, you, you're going to have such a fucking kick-ass outdoor space. But that's, it's, that's too many sectionals. That's just like. 
No. It's like, no. goddamn. You can't and have then, too many sections. <laughs> That's then, the whole point of sections. You could always section off a section. A section. You can section it all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like now we just get word that it, we, this is our third fucking sectional from Wayfair. I mean, I got to sell this one, right? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. I mean, unless, unless you, yeah, if it's like garbage in your house, then sell it. But if you can use it for the outside, why not? I mean, wow! It's really Talk crazy. about abundance. Yeah, dude. I just got. Did and you also do that abundance of... candle? No. Remember that candle you were asking me about? Yeah, yeah. I did it again. Remember that original one I did? Yeah, yeah. I did another one. It's been <laughs> insane. Peter, you are... okay? This is the other thing. Peter is a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Peter is actually a full witch, and it's crazy that he doesn't talk about it. Uh, but I'm going to reveal it. This is the, even even if you're not a Patreon, I'm There's revealing no- it. This is straight. This is hot tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. That's I mean, like the the dolphins alone. It's crazy, but then also the cricket. Yeah. These are like. Maybe I'm noticing it more. I don't know. A cricket in the it house just... is crazy. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is. And get this. Before my first CBS studio deal, uh-huh. cricket in the house. Almost a year ago, in October. I swear to God. And that's when I did the abundance candle. Literally cycling. <laughs> It's so uh, fucked up. I, I like I actually uh, we actually do need to take a break because I let's need to take a, a breath. <laughs> okay, okay, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Okay. Hi, we're Megan Dia. Megan Dia. The band Megan Dia. Megan Dia of the band Megan Dia. <laughs> to the point, but when I go in an, into an audition, I'm like oh my God, please like me. And then I sit in the waiting room and I see somebody that is like way better than me in all these different ways in my brain. I'm like, this person's prettier. They're skinnier. They're taller. They're, they're more Korean looking. They're less Korean looking. They're whatever. And I just go crazy in my head. All right, we're back. (laughs) Took too long of a stupid break, but we're back. Listen, you guys, this is a long one because we're talking a lot, but hey, you're welcome. You're getting more free content. If you're on a run, go run longer. (laughs) Sustain the runner's high a little longer. We believe in you. We believe in you. Anyone who's running, I fucking applaud you because good for you, (laughs) honestly. Um. All right, so today I want to talk about the power of kimchi. This is so exciting. I couldn't believe this that this so was a thing exciting. after our episode about kimchi. It came out and we've been holding on to it. Yes. And I just want, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say we're, we're uh, psychics, but we are witchy. Yeah, Peter uh, is a full ne- witch. <laughs> <laughs> full witch status. Yeah. Um. Next Shark, by the way, BTW has been doing a lot of great work out there. Yes. Uh, especially with Asian voices, obviously. They uh, have this article, and, and no one else picked it up, I don't think. Uh, the title is, Kimchi may have helped lower South Korea's COVID-19 fatalities. 
comma, European study suggests. <laughs> this is my favorite. By the way, I just have to read this editor's note before we go into it. The headline of this article has been altered to more accurately reflect how findings of the study on fermented cabbage in Europe may correlate with kimchi, a fermented cabbage in South Korea and other Asian countries in helping to lower COVID-19 fatalities. Now, what this survey, not survey, this study, research study out of Europe is saying is that uh, the researchers found that there is a lower reported deaths from countries like Korea mm -hmm. who are eating this type of fermented cabbage or fermented anything with these yeah. like kind of probiotics or what have you, you know, that like sugun, you know, power. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. According to a report, fermented cabbage in dishes helps in reducing levels of ACE2, which is an enzyme in the lungs that the virus, coronavirus, uses to gain access uh, to the bodies of the patients. So it's basically, yeah, it, so it makes, it makes your body less susceptible to the virus to cling on to. How right. fucking cool is that? I mean, it also uh, it's healthy. All fermented stuff is just good for your gut. Good for you. Oh yeah. Always. It's all all of it. Yeah. We you everyone should be pickling and fermenting. Yes. It, it's so easy. You know, I have I actually have a jar of fermented um, garlic out there that's really turned brown, and I'm like, oh, I think we've gone a little too much. And in this 103 degree weather, I think yeah, this maybe. is like, yeah, I think I have to throw that out. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> try it. <laughs> You won't die from fermentation. That's all shit that's good for you. Yes. So here's some stats. 296 people have died out of 13,771 infected with COVID-19, uh, registering in a 2.14% uh, fatality rate. And this is for countries in South, like South Korea where fermented cabbage dish is a kimchi, uh, is a staple food. So that's a, that's a low amount yeah meanwhile germany's sauerkraut is also seen for a reason for their low death rate 4.51 percent okay and in italy and spain and the uk uh the percentages are way higher in italy is 14.33 percent wow spain 9.24 and uk 15.36 percent i wonder what the percentage for us is let me do a quick google search the uk is that is i mean that's also the uk's food period is bad <laughs> here we go again <laughs> here you go again you will never be able to tour the uk because of you you know that no you've those, ruined the no. you you and i are talking you about the uk is full of little simps that are gonna love us coming <laughs> what like, is oh. this? again again madam again 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 sir <laughs> please good sir um the death oh god of course it doesn't have it right up here i have to do the math 5.51 Oh my god, I hate this. 5.51 million and 172,000 deaths. Wait, what does it say again? 5.51 million. 5.51 million. Okay. And then it's 172,000 deaths. So you could take out all take out the zeros and to make it easier for 172 you. 172 divided by 5.51. That seems like a lot already. Was that like 20%? Yeah. Oh my God. Fuck. No, 31. 30. 31%. So 31% of Americans who are infected with COVID are dying. That's, That's a fucking actually insane. crazy number. 
That's actually stupid and insane. What is even happening? And why is that? Why is Google making us do the fucking math? <laughs> do you does is this a personalized Google fucking page for me? Because they know that I'm Asian. They're like, do your own fucking math, Gook. That's what they're doing. I bet if you if this was a white man's Google account, they would have had the thing for them. They're like, cater to you, sir. Surely you cannot handle all this. Surely math. you can't handle. <laughs> I can't handle decimals. <laughs> wow, that's a fucking crazy stat to th- talk about. Well, keep eating your fucking kimchi. In addition to the high antioxidants and vitamin C packed in cabbage, the fermentation process creates probiotics and support the gut microbiome, says this next, next shark article, which cool. helps for a better immune system in the body uh, to respond to viruses in general. You know what? Good for us. Yeah. Good for you guys who, you know, the people who have maybe COVID's trying to take out like rich countries that forgot that they need to pickle. I mean, like to have that in your for your gut, like it's just like there's nothing more satisfying when you have like a lot of kimchi and then like the farts that you get afterwards, like shoot it. Kimchi farts. Oh my God. The kimchi farts will cleanse you. Yeah. It's like going to a Friday night revival. Yeah. (laughs) It really does. It helps. You can feel like, you can feel like the, it's like how my mom always says, People, my mom read one article in Korea Times about like how some white people decided to eat Korean food as a health food, and now everyone does it. She's like, you know, that's why Korea is it has the food, yeah, has the food, because has the food. Yeah. Has the food my yeah. mom always says that too. Yeah, it's like it's mostly pickles and uh, you know, and I'm like, you know, Koreans die all the time. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe we're so healthy that's why the suicide rates up so much. Something just Mother Nature <laughs> will find a way. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's all about balance, Mother Nature. <laughs> like some of you have got to go. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't helping. No, that's actually. That's not- but you know that they were saying that there's just like been recently a spike in South Korea, like in Seoul specific, specifically what? of suicide rates. No, of COVID. Oh, oh, really? Uh-huh. Again, they're well, you know, wave. a lot of Korean people that I follow on Instagram seem to be out partying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're out, and so they're gonna crack down again because the second wave is. But For I mean, sure. but also their numbers are ridiculous. Are right? like, yeah, it's like t- it, there was the biggest outbreak since March, and it was two hundred and ninety-seven cases. There Jesus have been a th- over a thousand in Chicago alone every Damn. day, and we say, "Damn, I bet you I had it." I bet you I was these non uh, like uh, non asymptomatic asymptomatic people. I'm actually going to get an antibody and rapid test. You are. Mm-hmm. All, is there? What's the newest and greatest on that? Like, do we have enough data to be? Is or is it still like? It's still 50, whatever. 50? But I mean, it's just like oh. I gotta. We just. I think I'm gonna be around enough know. people. I just gotta. We we have to do this. Um. Just apparently, be sure. the latest study says out of Australia that COVID. If you got COVID mm-hmm. and you survived it, yeah. you are protected for only three months. Yes, that's the latest. But also, who knows? Yeah. All this shit changes constantly. And then it mutates. Yes. The virus is gonna, has been mutating. Because the longer we go, we're just doing right. this. It's going to just keep whatever. It's fucking crazy. And so South Korea, just, I, that's what I saw. Um, that it just like re-upped. Actually, so... Do you guys, I think maybe people who follow Ajima on Instagram know this, but August 15th was 
the National uh, Liberation Day. That's right. Um, 광복절. Yeah, and Happy it's actually it's novel in that it's actually the only national holiday celebrated by both South and North Korea. Is it? So both I of them celebrate it. Yes, it's also the establishment oh. of both their the respective governments, both their countries. Yeah, yeah, it's the liberation of both countries. Yes, because we got oh, to, wow. and, and North Korea got to do their thing with their demigod, <laughs> and we got to have our military <laughs> dictatorship too. So it worked out. <laughs> but it's like a really nationally like historical sort of like really um like there's been assassination attempts but in north korea it's like the most popular wedding day is it mm-hmm. like everyone gets in married. north korea yeah because it's such a like important day yes it's wow. like, you know freedom liberation like you know like everything is around the country so it's like that's the main thing. i love how you celebrate freedom and liberation with getting married married North Korean, it's like, it's, I mean, everything is so tied to country, you know? But it is. Um, yeah, yeah. there is that thing that we, I think the artist Mina Chun had reached out yeah. to us about on the 15th. The choco this, pie. Yeah, the choco pie. So eat a choco pie together. And so it's because it's the only national, cele- national holiday celebrated by both, um, she wanted to like be able to send. Uh, love uh, shoot the, uh, this initiative quote unquote um, invites anyone anywhere to extend love and peace by sharing virtual choco pies with friends and loved ones via the website eatchocopietogether.com mm-hmm. and um, you can still do it um, but the reason why this I was attracted to this is because one I love choco pie uh-huh. and two I was like I gave it to my son for the first time became obsessed <gasps> with it he never had it before Mm-mm. I'm like kind oh of crazy God. about that stuff Sugars and stuff. Um, oh, not surprised, gotcha. right? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but more, um, more than that, it's like it's like a thing in Korea, very specifically. Like when we went, there had just been a Russian delegation. When I went to Korea in 2009, I guess there had just been a Russian delegation there about like the Olympics or some shit. And there was like this hubbub that. The Russians had really, the Russian journalists and the delegation really liked the choco pies because they didn't have anything like that. <laughs> and so, because they knew that Max was Russian, every oh. time we've met family, any extension, like they gave him boxes of this thing. Really? Yes. And oh, that's so sweet. It is very sweet. It's like, and it's very, and, but the thing is, he hates choco pie. <laughs> oh, he does? It's I honestly sweet. hate choco pie. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't like it. I used to like it as a kid, but I believe around the late 80s or early 90s, yeah. the formula changed. Do you okay, let's that? Sound, sound off in the comments, guys. Let, me, let us know. <laughs> let us know what you think about this. Yo, I mean, Peter Choco is the witch, so I don't know. I don't know. Where are you at, Choco by Truthers? <laughs> I know the fucking formula changed. It tastes different. It tastes like less like one thing and it's like more just like black black and then the marshmallow in the middle you know what i mean like it changed it used to be such a like uh it used to be like a good bite i don't like the bite anymore oh uh, no yeah okay i mean i do notice that it, it get more dr kid like the marshmallow itself is more it's hard yeah. chewier that's what i mean like something's not right but in korea that. it's not like that <gasps> oh shit really it's mm-hmm. it's the original I don't know. Maybe it's just like shipping stuff, but I just noticed when I was there, it was like, oh, this is like what it used to taste like. That happens all the time. You know, I went to the Heineken brewery in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and Heineken in Amsterdam 
tastes like honey water. That shit is fucking delicious. <laughs> it tastes like gur, for real. And then you drink Heineken here. This is like fucking ojum. Ojum, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like hot ojum. Like, ugh. How do you go from gur to ojum? <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what happens when you come to America. That's actually what happened You're, to us. We were cool yeah, there, and we, we both become cool ojum like, here. O, yeah, ojum. <laughs> <laughs> but and then tongue more. I just, but I wanted to ask you, Peter. What is your favorite snack what? then? What's your favorite Korean snack? Oh wow! Oh, I guess like, I the got first a thing that came to my pie. head was yeah. Okay. Favorite snack, casual snack yeah. that I could just nang 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 is mm-hmm. banana kick. Really? Yeah. Banana kick is my number one favorite. I could sit there and eat an entire jumbo bag of it. And my favorite kind of like specialty Korean, because you can't just eat this all day, is um, melona. Oh, yeah. I really Melon like that. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> yeah. love melona. I used to be a PB Big bitch, but PB Big changed their um, thing too. Really? It became too icy. Yeah, PBB used to be in the 80s, creamy and yeah. like, it's like pot, right? So yeah. it's like. I still like PBB. Red bean, yeah. But now it's too olloso. Like, it's not, it's not the same creaminess. It's the same thing that happened with. I, I bet it's you there more, was like a distribution issue. Pot. It's more ice and yeah. pot. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. But Melo, Melona has remained the same. I like Bellona and banana kick. And you know what? I would fucking kill a Seokang any day. I just got Seokang. Seokang, yeah, Seokang is it's it. Sh- it's a shrimp it's chip. Shrimp it's, chips, but ridged. It's so good. It's so fucking good. But that was the thing. I like got choco pie, and then I was like, oh, I definitely want. I mean, it's like just like that sort of like me sitting in front with your like one knee up like this. Yeah, and just I'm, watching I'm, TV. Look, you, look at my knee. Yeah. <laughs> just watching like so, TV and just like eating chips like that. That's just Seokang, like. Yeah. That's Saturday. Forget popcorn. You don't need popcorn. Mm-hmm. I want I want Seokang and sell, Selling Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream Saturday. <laughs> that was that was that that is all I really wanted to get to. I was just like yeah. remembering all the. <laughs> I like. I was like, I gotta. I guess I kind of gotta make it seem important, but yeah, that's all I really wanted to get to. Awesome. <laughs> like yeah, about check snacks. out our friend. Uh, check out our friend Mina Chun, who's doing this awesome. Um, I guess it's like an art slash poly art. Yes. Um, event. Uh, she's so cool. She came to my show in New York, and I like almost cried when I met her. Wow. Um. So yeah, check out her stuff at Mina Chun. C H E O N, M I N A is Mina. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with Kick Ass Koreans. All right, <laughs> we're back with Kick-Ass Kirins. Kia! Yeah! All right. All right. Who do you got today? Today, I have got Pang Pak Kyung Ni. And she is a writer, a South Korean novelist. Okay. She was born in, she's a Gyeongsangdo lady. Okay. And she actually wrote. She's got the dialect? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but she, what is it called? Toji? Do you remember this? 
movie, this uh, miniseries, Toji? Oh my god. How do I know this Toji? Is it's it like, the Saguk? It's like old school, right? Yes. Like the, uh, the ancient, not ancient, but like medieval kingdom shit? No, it's like, it's, it's like a, it's a TV series that like was, it's like incredibly popular in the 2000s. It's like early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Like it was mm. the movie, the, the show. It was it. Okay. Um, okay. And it's about, it's basically the, it took, it's, it took her 25 years to write and it is 16 books. Whoa. <laughs> and like she had, okay, so this is, she was born the first daughter to a middle-class family, right? In Gyeongsang-do. She, her parents, her father was 14 and her mom was 18. They got divorced. Um, horrible. I mean, this is in the fucking uh, 30s. This Damn. is happening. Then she, her first husband dies in a prison because he was accused of being a communist. Her three-year-old oh son dies in the same year. And then she like, has the to be fuck? the sole financial supporter for her daughter and uh, mother. Oh, my God. And then she starts writing. Like, I mean, like, think about it. She's like a woman in the fucking 50s, single mom. Yeah. And she, it's, it's all crazy. So then... She began, she began a, a career as a professional writer in 1955 after this like, um, famous poet told her to. And then she went, underwent surgery for breast cancer in the 60s. Oh, my God. And then had to raise her grandson after her son-in-law and poet was arrested for, again, allegedly being a communist in the 70s. In the 70s. And she also later suffered from lung cancer. She has since Fuck. become a very beloved beloved writer because of this um series it's 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 um a, no, a novel that started as a serial publication and it just it takes place all throughout korean history it's oh, it takes cool. place over many generations so it takes you through it's like 100 years of solitude except for korean people sort so of like it starts Pachinko, in honestly. like the middle ages and then goes all the way through right yes toji the yes, land yes, korean yes, drama yes, yes, yeah yes. i i remember seeing toji but it's not the 1600s. It's like late 19th century. Oh, okay. Through like, like the colonial world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like her story specifically, also her being in Gyeongsang-do Saram, it's like to me this whole, when we talk about compassion, it's because so many people had like, you have serious bad lives. And the <laughs> only way to get through it is like this really sort of, in American culture, I think it would be it would be read as sort of like um, like Midwestern uh, stoicism with East mm. Coast kind of love. It's like a very matter of fact, mm. like this is how life is and life is hard. So yeah. go work hard. Like I'm not okay. going to give you, I'm not going to hold your hand on anything. You know, like they're like some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not as polite. They don't stand on ceremony. It's just like, this is, life is hard. It's very straight up, yes. Yeah. <laughs> life is hard. Act like it is. Yes, <laughs> you exactly. Know? Like this, no, there's no, but it's also a lot of kindness, a lot of loyalty. Like, this is the only th way we'll survive. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to actually try to read some of this because I read Grass. Remember that graphic novel? Yeah. Was it in Korean or no, 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 English? No. It was in English. In English? Okay. And... 
it was, it's just everything about comfort women is always going to be horrifying. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say I learned anything new that I didn't already know for Pachinko. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that, right, but right. what was interesting about it was the writer talking about the process of getting this information because so much about Korean, uh, okay. can't, like so much of the Korean experience around comfort women is like, there's only like X amount of them left now. It's like Holocaust yeah. survivors. I think there's two and they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> they live on opposite ends of the <laughs> nursing yeah. home. <laughs> but you know, like there's like a little bit of like their use in like political events, like these things. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's just, an, it, it's also the visuals of this black and white, the black ink that, you know, Korean mm-hmm. style comic graphics are. are. It's, it was like, it's yeah. really compelling and really dark. Um, you know, like, I'm just like, I don't want to cry like this at 2 a.m. Like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm fucking reading a book. I'm reading a graphic novel my mom gave me. And about comfort women? About comfort no. women. I was like, this is stupid. Like, I, why am I why not watching Selling Sunset? Yeah. Yeah. Why did she give it to you? Did she, she didn't read it. Right? Oh, it's because she's been reading a lot. after She read Pachinko. Oh, okay. Yeah. And in Korean. And she really, yeah. really liked it. Oh, and so good. she's just been going off on like a historical fiction thing about specifically oh. the Japanese colonial rule era time. Well, Pachinko is really a, it's been in a, a, a gift for all of us. Yes. It really has. And I don't think we really understand how the magnitude of it, but it should be like in museums. Yeah. When something is that is so good that it becomes yeah. mainstream. It crosses yeah. ge- generations. Yes. That's- it's stitching us together. It's a beautiful thing. It's so, it's so good. All right, yeah. so who's yours? Who's yours? My kick-ass Korean is none other than Ed Lee. Mm. Ed Lee is a writer and professor at Emerson of uh, Comedy Arts and the VMA School, which is Visual Media Arts, I guess. Anyway, he's doing creative stuff over there. He's teaching it. He's kicking ass. He wrote for many television shows, including The Drew Carey Show, cool. Class of 3000, and Are You There, Chelsea?, uh, and he just wrote a short film called Becoming Eddie. You guys have to check this out. Google Becoming Eddie. It's a um, indie comedy short directed by a friend of mine named Leland Bowden. Cool. She's incredible. We wrote together for the C- CBS Diversity Showcase. And she's, she, she was on this Disney show called Andy Mack as like the mom character. And she's just like really wonderful and she's like turned into a, a, a gracious director i'm sure and she is uh she directed this movie this little short film um about a young kid who wants who really hates himself and ha- hates being korean and hates being bullied in the 80s he's a korean kid in the 80s in the east coast so i'm like oh my god this is me you yeah. know and <clears throat> and it touches upon the themes of assimilation that we've been talking about a lot and things we had to do in order to survive and now trying to deprogram in ourselves. And he uh, explores this really like fun, like comic twist. And this kid basic in trailer wishes to become Eddie Meyerson, his favorite stand up comic that he listens to on an audio tape over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and he and then next morning he wakes up and he could only speak. And Eddie Meyerson, like stand up jokes. You know what I mean? 
So he's going around like doing that for his friends and his friends are like, Eddie, Eddie. And he's just like really become like a huge, I don't know, <laughs> a, a star in his school. And it looks really cool. And it's played by this really cute kid. And it's about a Korean boy. And I'm really excited to see it. It's getting um, into a lot of different festivals, including Bentonville, Chicago Comedy Film Festival, and Dances with Film. So kick ass, Ed Lee. Go look up at Becoming Eddie on the Instas and the socials. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the yeah. show. We hope you find some mysticism <laughs> in your life. And if you really want to give Peter some anxiety and like really ruin his day, please become a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> don't for don't go for the gold level, please. Keep keep it keep it, it at a respectable five dollar amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much. Love okay, you. Bye. bye.